All right, boy, those two guys that were on before us, they kind of sucked, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get on because, honestly, I feel like we can do a lot better than those guys. Yeah, Gary Dickman is away. Bobby Curran and uh, both Gary and Bobby will be back on Monday. It's Chris and Tanner with you this morning on ESPN Honolulu. Uh, we'll keep you updated when news comes of uh, any new, new news that folks need to know, but we'll stay on top of what's going on with the wildfire, uh, wildfires the whole situation in Lahaina and uh, other things going on on Hawaii Island as well. So uh, as we move on here with our top stories, we've got another no-hitter, the 14th no-hitter uh, for the Philadelphia Phillies by a guy named Michael Lorenzen yesterday. Yeah, he's made his way around the league a couple of the last couple of years, but he just gets traded from the Pittsburgh Pirates and having like a 6-7 and seven, uh, record so far this season – Goes ahead, plays against the Washington Nationals. Are we surprised it was a no hitter? <laughs> well, hey, a no hitter is a no hitter. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it was a it was it was great to see and great to see his mom and his wife and nine year old I think daughter, uh, you know, watching the game. Well, the daughter wasn't really watching the game. The daughter she was, was there. Staring. She was she was in attendance, <laughs> I guess. But anyway, it was uh, it was a great story. Uh, bad news: the little, uh, little league Hilo teams uh, softball. Well, the baseball team is out no little league world series in williamsport for the state of hawaii this year they lost yesterday yeah unfortunate loss to um i was about to say el segundo and we were about to have that whole thing going on today i think that was san ramon who they lost to yesterday in that 3-0 loss very much sad feel sad for those uh players if we want to get shades of gary dickman here well um, no you know we should say you know what congratulations you made us proud you made it to the regionals. You won a state championship. Right. We get it. So we were just, uh, you know, we're rooting for you. That's all. And then on the bright side of that, the Cal Ripken and Babe Ruth teams, they in a way went 1-0. and If I'm going to make sense of that there, where if Hawaii Kai Fear 808, they wrapped up their spot in the U.S. championship bracket semifinals on Wednesday, and they won in a 7-2 victory over Easton, Massachusetts in the quarterfinal game there. And then the OBRL New Era, they got rained out. So that was supposed okay. to be against Black Hills, Washington, and that was postponed. So the teams will both play today. Oh, the teams play today at 4 a.m., so that oh, happened. Okay. So All right, we'll, find we'll look out. up. We'll look up results for that. <laughs> All right. We'll find the results uh, for you, and uh, thank you to the Honolulu Star Advertiser, whatever you're reading out of there. Yes. Uh, NFL preseason, I'll say, continues, but really kind of starts today. A couple of games uh, on the docket. It's going to be the uh, I don't have it in front of me. New England Patriots against Houston Texans. Also, uh, one other game. The Vikings and the Seahawks. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah. I was. Just, I, I saw you a little bit there, and I was just making sure. Because <laughs> I, could, I could read your eyes. mind, and you I saw, saw you. Panic. I saw the teams in your head, and I was just <laughs> trying to get them out there for you. All right. So, uh, look, we've got – it's, you know, it's fun. It's it, Now, Tanner's kind of a nut. He'll sit there for three hours and watch the game. The thing I don't like about these games is as – if you're a football nut, you want to hear information on these players and things that, and what these guys end up doing is, by the time the middle of the third quarter comes around, the play-by-play guys aren't doing play-by-play. They're talking about the hotel and the steakhouse they're going to. They'll interview a player, uh, interview somebody else, and the game's going on, 
yet they're kind of lost interest in it. And it, I hate that. It's this so is annoying. Great, but it's great. To, this is where you need to be. This is where you need play-by-play guys the most, not just to describe the action, but the analysts tell me about these players that I've never heard of. Perhaps then preseason football might be a little more interesting to the masses. Right. So for the Houston Texans, if I want to do the play-by-play scholar job there right Right. now, sure, you'll see a lot of C.J. Stroud probably in the first quarter, the rookie from Ohio State, but probably another guy to watch for maybe down the line because I don't know where he is in the depth chart. This is a familiar name for Mountain West uh, watchers for football. Xavier Valade. He was at Wyoming for a couple of years. He went to Arizona State last year. What He's a he running play? back. He's a running back there. Oh, so uh-huh. he was pretty good for Wyoming the last couple of years. On um, Houston. Also, let's on Houston. On Houston, big shout out. Watch for number uh, oh the number eighty one. Our good old friend Jordan Murray. Our good from friend. Hawaii. Jordan Murray, the tight end. Right. And he's on Houston. Yes, the one from last year. I don't see him on the depth chart. Well, I see him right there on the roster. Wow, he's not even on fourth string, though. Oh. Well, he'll he'll play, though. It's week one. (laughs) What's that? He'll probably get playing time, though. It's the preseason. That's what this is for. Maybe, or some of these guys, they don't even get the playing time. Well, he not might get special teams play. Not everyone's guaranteed. Not everyone is guaranteed to even get in the games. I mean, we saw that when we, you know, after that University of Hawaii uh, 2007 football team. I mean, the guys who were stars here, they make it to the NFL. They're not getting any reps, and they didn't even make it a couple of them in in uh, in preseason games. It was like right. really sad. But anyway, um, the. C.J. Stroud, you're going to see for a little while. Davis Mills, who was, we were told, they were totally fine with Davis Mills being their quarterback until they went, yeah, wait a minute, we got the first or second pick in the draft. What was David, was the second pick in the draft? Well, they had the second pick in the draft, and then they traded up for the third pick in the draft. Traded down, you mean? No, traded up. They had both. They had both number two and three. From the remember this, they had no. So they, I don't. So they drafted. C, so they drafted C.J. Stroud number two, uh-huh. and then they traded up with the Cardinals to draft Will Anderson from Alabama. So that's wow. probably another oh, guy that we're right. gonna look for, look out for there. See that now? Are they going to play someone like Will Anderson? They could. I haven't heard anything uh, otherwise, though. Right, but see what I'm getting at is some of these star rookies who are non quarterbacks. I'm not sure they play in a lot of these games. They, uh, but anyway. C.J. Stroud, I think you've got to play. Even though yes. he's, he's going to be the starting quarterback, you got to play him a little bit at least. Uh, but anyway, you know, they've got Davis Mills, who's got a lot of starting experience in that quarterback room. And don't forget about Case Keenum. So having those two guys behind a rookie quarterback, uh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's really good for C.J. Stroud. Also on the other side for the New England Patriots, we can watch out for Jelani Tavai there. And I also yeah. believe that um, – I need to look this up because I saw that he was offered, but I don't think he's on the team anymore, so I'll take it back there. Oh, no, yeah. So Justice Tavai is also on the team as well. Right. So we got Justice and Jelani both on the New England Patriots. So you'll probably see a little bit of Jelani in the beginning and probably a lot of Jelani just to see whether or not he will be, you know, staying on that NFL roster. I wouldn't wouldn't say, and no disrespect, but I wouldn't say that – Justice Tavai is on the New England Patriots. He's trying out. 
Well, he's on the, the roster, and he has a number. He has his photo there as I well. Know. Okay, all right. I mean, okay. this is the thing. It's preseason saying. football. You're on the team there to play for preseason. This is yeah. this is the dissent that I get from guys like you, Chris. You know, mm-hmm. I'm here to watch these guys make this team, and mm-hmm. I don't want this judgment of all of the, well, they're not actually that good. Why are they playing in the preseason if they aren't that good? Look, look they've got they've got 12 12- – they have 12 linebackers on their depth chart, right. and none of them are named Justice Tavai. I'm just saying, those are long Well, because one of them is named Jelani Tavai, and Justice plays defensive tackle. Oh, Justice is defensive tackle? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Hey, he's a, he's a nose tackle. Yes. He's a nose guard. Uh, so he's in the he, – oh, that's good. Well, good for him. Sorry about that. Why did I think he was a linebacker? Well, because Jelani's the linebacker. Right. So you were probably looking well, Jelani at that. Well, Jelani Tavai, I'm guessing Jelani Tavai doesn't even play. He'll probably like play like a driver too, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. It maybe, is also but... the Patriots, so I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past him to not play. Mm, okay. All right. So uh, that's uh, you can catch those games if you want to watch them. Uh, you'll catch them on the NFL Network. So NFL uh, the, the NFL season is upon us. Now, they've got a lot of well, only two games today, but since it's the preseason, and we've got games today, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I think most of us, what we'll do is it's not like, hey, you know, cancel my plans. Cancel my plans. The Tennessee Titans are playing the Chicago Bears on Saturday morning. You know, I'll make a later tea time because i got to catch the Titans and see where they're at. Well, you know what? These are the kind of games I think, in all honesty, you watch a little bit of it. You'll watch a, a, a series or two and then kind of move on with your day. But it's nice to just kind of tune in for a little while because as fans, you know, ah, football season is here. I also do want to say another, if you're looking forward to today's games as well, Wayne Talapapa on the Seattle Seahawks. Ah, Okay. Let's I'm go. out here trying to help people out. You got to watch for something if you don't know what's going on. And that's great. No, that's a great thing that you are doing. Uh, well, you know what? We can do a thing for tomorrow's show is kind of do some research because a lot of these guys aren't going to make the team, but there might be a guy, you know, a couple of guys that stand out. We'll look for our NFL Hawaiians in preseason games because, I mean, at least right now in week one of the preseason, these rosters are limited, are littered with uh, guys with Hawaii ties. So that is our assignment for tomorrow. There was a nice article today in the Honolulu Star Advertiser about Marcus Mariota. I don't know if you got a chance to catch that, but it talks about it's, uh, how his life is, you know, kind of changed, the birth of his daughter from eight months ago. And you might have saw that uh, towards the end of the, um, you know, the story of the this Netflix series Quarterback. Uh, but he just goes on to say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm here to help. And all he's there to do is to help. He's there to help. Um, oh my gosh, the quarterback, <laughs> Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Thank you. Anyway, he's there to help, and uh, he's having a ball in practice. He loves running the triple option and doing things like that. So anyway, um, the the article uh, mentions that people from Hawaii, when they've been on Philadelphia sports. They win championships, if I got that right. So they bring up Shane Victorino uh, being with the Phillies and then also Kamagruje Hill when he was with the Eagles. So now they're thinking, oh, another Hawaii guy, Mariota. Could that mean a championship for Philly? Look, there's a lot of people out there who think, uh, who really are, uh, you know, they have 
Philadelphia winning the Super Bowl this season. I think that's going to be an, it's it's a good take. It's kind of like a warm take, I believe in my but this is the thing with the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. They lost a lot of pieces to that defense, and uh, mostly that defensive line. That's what I'm kind of worried about the most. Sure, they have the Georgia Bulldogs playing defense for them. Um, but, but after that, you lose guys like Javon Hargrave. Um, you lose both of your starting linebackers from last year, so that's also slightly concerning for them as well. But honestly, as long as you have that really good offense where you have Jalen Hurts throwing to Devonta Smith and A.J. Brown and their uh, running back by committee, it's really hard to bet against the Philadelphia Eagles. But you yeah. also got a team like, you know, the San Francisco 49ers right there where yeah. if they had a starting right. quarterback in right. that NFC Championship game, who knows what could have happened because that Philadelphia Eagles offense was really struggling in that first half. You know, not to bring you, up old wounds. If you if you look if you look at their defense, though, I mean, you just look at the names. You've still got Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat, Nicobe Dean, Hassan Reddick. Listen to these names: James Bradbury, Terrell Edmonds, Darius Slay, Greedy Williams isn't even a starter. Uh, Kelly Ringo was a rookie, great in college. He was a low draft choice, a high draft. Low as in drafted later in the, yes. the rounds than I thought he would have been. But, I mean, they've still got some pretty special guys uh, on that defense. As well, they also lose both their offensive and defensive coordinator as well. Shane Steichen oh. moving on to Indianapolis and uh-huh. Gannon moving on to Arizona. So that's also going to be something to watch out for uh, as well. I don't really know who their offensive and defensive coordinators are off the top of my head, but... You know, to moving on to Marcus, you saw last year where they struggled during the regular season with Jalen Hurts being hurt. And sure, we all love Gardner Minshew. We all think he's a really great backup quarterback uh-huh. and probably could start somewhere if really needed. But having a guy like Marcus back up Jalen makes a whole lot more sense in the context of the offense that they do want to run. Yes. In that spread run, in that spread offense with the ability for the quarterback to run, Marcus just makes, you know, perfect sense. Right, and he, and he's a guy that can get it done around the goal line as well. Now, they're receiving, if you look at just receiving tandems, I mean, Philadelphia has got one of the best in the league with Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown. Right. Remember, they got uh, DeAndre Swift from the Lions. Rashad Penny is on that team. Boston Scott, who I know was Giant pretty killer. good. He was pretty good fantasy-wise a, a little bit. <laughs> But, uh, I mean, they've got some players on. They've got some you know, Dallas Goddard. I was about to say. Uh, the tight end. But, uh, yeah, so. And you know what? A heck of an offensive line. I mean, the best offensive line in the NFL, in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, Jordan Mailata, who absolutely blossomed last year at left tackle. You the have guy blocks out the sun. What are his measurables? My God. Big. I think that's what it is. Just big. Yeah. Rugby. All right. He's and then you also- six six eight. 365 pounds and he moves well too and he's a beautiful beautiful singer by the way if you ever want to listen some good pipes there you got jordan mylotta but you also have jason kelsey and lane johnson two guys that are in my opinion hall of famers at this point because they're they're two the best 
Landon well, Dickerson. Forget, Landon Dickinson. Is don't also, forget him. He, well, because he's the young gun, so he's only going to get better. And then the one replacement is that right guard spot where you saw Isaac Sayomalo there. Cam Jurgens is their young uh, often interior offensive lineman they drafted a couple of years ago out of Nebraska. The guy that they compare Cam Jurgens to the most when he got drafted was Jason Kelsey. So they basically have Jason Kelsey and Jason Kelsey right next to each other. And they like and they love Cam Jurgens in the Philadelphia organization. You know what's funny about Jason Kelsey is like it it seems like he doesn't even want to play anymore. They're like, (laughs) just play one more year. He's like, okay. It's like every year he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna retire. I'm tired already. Just one more year. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, their Super Bowl window is still very much open, so well, hey, might as well play. Right. Um, all right. It's uh, Chris Hart and Tanner Hayworth here on ESPN Honolulu, 92.7 FM and 1420 AM. Um, if you're looking to help out with the folks um, in Lahaina on Maui, we mentioned this earlier, but, you know, if it's a hey, money's tight for everybody nowadays, but Foodland is kind of cool. This isn't a Foodland commercial or anything, but I'd like what they're doing is um, there you can donate to the Red Cross of Hawaii when you check out at Foodland. So uh, you can make a donation uh, of uh, $249 or less uh, when you're checking out. Um, if you, you know, if you're not going to give money, but you got a bunch of Maika'i points, you can donate 250 Maika'i points which is like a, it's equivalent to a $5 donation. And, uh, hey, you know what? I'm sure, you know, those $5 donations are going to really add up. Uh, you can also, uh, when you're checking out, round up your purchase to the nearest dollar. So uh, Foodland's giving a lot of ways that uh, you can give. If you go to the Hawaii Community Foundation's website, uh, you can go there and make a donation. I, I went on there yesterday. Super easy. You click a couple of buttons. And bam, uh, there you go. But they raised, uh, Micah Kane, um, who heads the foundation up, was mentioning that yesterday, in four hours, this guy's got, they, they, they raised a million bucks, a million dollars in four hours yesterday. So uh, anyway, a bunch of different ways uh, that you can give. I'm sure there's a lot of information on social media and um Hawaiian Miles. You want to give your Hawaiian Miles and donate it to help get people from Maui over to Oahu. A lot of visitors or people that need to get here, you know, uh, you know, they're devastated. They don't got nothing. So, I mean, the airlines aren't giving, I don't believe, any free flights, but they're making, they're being very flexible in this situation. And if you want to donate your miles that you have, you can. To help get people here now in the shelters over there last night they had over a couple of thousand people uh staying at uh, some of the shelters they've got more than half of them out but i mean they're you know they're busing them from all over getting them to the shelters there then we got to get them from the maui shelter to the convention center if they unless they book their own hotel so uh that is a process where you can help out by donating your Hawaiian miles, a lot of ways that we can help, and we'll keep you updated. Now, if you want the latest information, uh, you can uh, check out Honolulu Magazine's uh, website. Is actually, uh, guys have been uh, you know staying up, you know, around the clock, 
updating information at honoluluMagazine.com. On our sister station, CBS 1500, uh, we are simulcasting Wake Up Today from 5 to 9 a.m., as we do every day. Now, if there's breaking news and reports from Channel 2, you'll have it on the radio as well. So we certainly uh, thank uh, Christina Lockwood uh, for her leadership and uh, the rest of the team at KHON2 for, you know, all they do on TV, but uh, allowing us to bring it to you on the radio as well. Um, If you're looking for more information, uh, there's a couple of stations on Maui, whether you listen online or on your smart speaker or whatever, uh, Kaoi, which is 95.1 FM, or KPOA, 93.5, they are disseminating and being in contact with people right there on ground level on Maui, okay? Good morning, 725 here. Sports Animals on ESPN Honolulu. Once again, uh, hey, congratulations to uh, Little League Hilo Baseball uh, guys did fall, and uh, they're out of the West Regions. No Little League World Series Hawaii team this year. But, hey, you know what? Shout out to the boys and coaches and all the volunteers and parents. We are so proud that you made it that far already. Um, we've got uh, news about a University of Hawaii football player, huh? Yeah, that's right. You, uh, our favorite player so far of this offseason, Cam Stone, just got named to the Jim Thorpe Award watch list. That is the award for the best cornerback in the nation. So, Look, we got some hype, at least for our defense there, too. It's not just our kicker that's getting a lot of these award watch list stuff here. And I know that we're definitely a lot more used to seeing a lot more, you know, receivers for the Fred Bolitnikoff Award. I think it's we're probably like a year or two away from seeing a lot of these major award winners, you know, kind of want to represent Hawaii again because, look, we're only getting better with every year but very excited to watch cam stone i believe we were talking about this with hunter hughes yesterday right where with him and verdell edwards they're kind of becoming a really great duo for us for the hawaii defense and what's so great about that is being able to run man coverage and being able to run man coverage for that defense is probably hopefully going to allow a lot more tfl's maybe a little more sacks for that Hawaii defense, something that was very kind of rarely seen last year. I believe our yeah. tackle for loss leader last year was uh, Jonah Kahavai Welsh with seven and a half. Yeah. You know, we, we, Gary and I have kind of an ongoing thing where it's like when you watch games, you'll be down watching, uh, you know, a game down at Big City Diner or something, and you're 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 watching the game, and like the the opponent's wide receiver catches a ball. He's like, it's a long game. We're always like, how come on TV there's no Hawaii guy in the picture? <laughs> you know, then at the very end, when they kind of widen out the 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 uh, shot, you'll go, oh, there's the Hawaii guy. He's 30 yards behind him, chasing him from behind. How many times has that happened? But you know what? Not this year, man. I mean, you hope what at least. What's that? You hope at least. No, nah, we saw we we saw a little bit of it last year, especially with our safeties. But I mean, Verdell Edwards, you mentioned. I mean, these guys are these guys are players, man. Verdell Edwards, he's a he a full grown man. And not to mention a lot of the depth also brought in. You think about the JUCO guys, Justin Sinclair, uh, C.J. Williams is what they're calling him. Uh-huh. Um, a you guy. Sauce? 
Uh, no, this is this is Christian. This is Christian Williams. They call him CJ, though. And then there's another guy who was actually doing really well in the last couple of weeks. Jaheem, uh, Jaheem Wilson Jones. I he came in as Jaheem Jones. They added a third name in the middle. They love to do that when they get here in Hawaii. They always love to add another name. Uh, (laughs) But Jaheem Jones, he's a cornerback. He didn't play all of last year due to just you know it's like kind of like a gray shirt. He was kind of working on his academics there, but. Now he's in. He got two picks last Saturday in the scrimmages. So he might be a name that we might see a lot of, including uh, Jalen Smith, um, the linebacker out of Bakersfield College last year. Um, He is very athletic, also played running back when he was in Juco. So Uh we might see him come uh, to be maybe a a lot on the special teams, but also as a sub for the linebacker as well. So there's a lot to look forward to for this Hawaii defense this year. Okay, you know, two guys, though, when, well, let's talk storylines. Right. Let's talk storylines for the upcoming season. By the way, uh, no UH practice today. They uh, took the day off uh, today, and they'll go back at it uh, tomorrow. But, um, you know, there's two things that, I'm, that I wish we were broadcasting tomorrow uh, from the practice. Now, last couple of Fridays, we've done the show from over there. I wish we were doing it because there's two guys I want to watch live in person. And if you're interested in going down to practice uh, tomorrow, practice will be at 7 a.m. Is that August 11th? Yes, 7-11. Sorry, it's 7-11. <laughs> 7 a.m. on August 11th. Uh, anyway, tomorrow. I want to see Landon Sims. Mm. I want to see Travis Sims, boy. And then also, I got to see Solo Vipulu run the ball. <laughs> I, I mean, is he... Is he um, is he practicing with the running backs? Is he practicing with the offensive line? Well, what is he? Is he, I mean, it's like, uh, remember that cartoon series, Cat Dog? Yeah. Remember Cat Dog? I remember dog, Cat Dog. Cat, right? <laughs> I mean, that was kind of a r- weird, freaky, whoever came up with that. But I mean, anyway, that, that was the genre of children's television show during that era, though. Right. And that's when <laughs> we discovered eating, that the kids love to eat slime, candy called slime, or garbage pail kids anyway dog cat that's cat what dog that, cat dog that dog cat. <laughs> that's what solo vipulu is he's cat dog and like this is the thing uh, hunter hughes talking about that he also had that 10 yard run in the scrimmage as well look i am very 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 much excited to see solo go out there and we were talking about this on monday as well he's got to change from 52 and there's only one single digit number available for the offense. Solo's got to wear oh, zero. number zero, oh, right? Yeah. I mean, okay, now, that's first perfect. Of all, he doesn't have to change his number, don't you? In college, no. In college, you can wear whatever you want. That's why you'll have a defensive end wear number six. In college, you can wear anything. I mean, I know that you know. Look at all the defensive linemen that wear single digit numbers. I don't. I don't know that you have to. Do you? I'm looking that up right now. I mean, look at quarterbacks. No, because the thing is, because it's always the 50 through 79 is always offense is always offensive slash defensive line, and that's the thing that I'm wondering is that for running backs or offensive skill position players, if it's zero through 49 and then 80 through 99, right? Because I know they just changed that in the NFL. And that's why all these people are wearing single digits and stuff like that, a bunch of receivers. Or, 
or whatever. But I had thought, yeah, see, I agree with you, but I thought that in college, okay, there was a quarterback and that was, um, you know, you go back to Doug Flutie, who wore number 21. But there was a quarterback recently, I'd say five years ago or something, where I believe one of his friends and teammates passed away, and he wore number 25 or something like that. And so this quarterback decided to be number 25 for the season, and he was allowed to do it. So would they have rules only for offensive and defensive linemen and not anybody else? So, yeah, quarterbacks, halfbacks, and fullbacks can all wear the numbers 1 through 49, apparently. The skill positions, 1 through 49. Yes. So why would they? Because it's more of a – it's just a way for refs to keep track of who's on the field. Oh, I understand. But at the same time, 1 through 49 for running backs – what? Running backs, quarterbacks, and what? For backs, if that makes sense. Okay. So receivers – And receivers can also – I think it's 0 through 49, 80 through 99. No, not ninety nine for receivers. You ever seen a receiver wear like? Okay, well, so what about? No, that's not true. It is eighty nine. Remember Jesse Matthews from San Diego State? He always wore like ninety seven, and he was a receiver. Yes, for San Diego State the last couple of years. That's weird. It is weird, but Je- but he, well, he was a pretty good wide receiver. But um, he did wear in the nineties. I do remember that specifically. Okay, so okay, all right. It's just no one wants to do it. Okay, so why are defensive linemen allowed to wear number nine or number six? Because that doesn't make sense. It's so cool. <laughs> okay, on that <laughs> note, let's get a traffic update here on ESPN Honolulu. Uh, by the way, if you're looking to give, um, Honolulu Magazine has created a pretty good hub of information from uh, all over the state. Check out HonoluluMagazine.com for how you can help. Uh, with folks on Maui and the latest information. We told you about the Hawaii Community Foundation. Um, They're Aina Momona um, um, movement going on, if you will. Anyway, you can donate at the Hawaii Community Foundation's website. Uh, Just Google them or uh, click the link. Also, I didn't see this before. We told you about Foodland, where you can donate your Maikai points. Hawaiian Airlines, you can donate your Hawaiian miles. But I didn't see this. The Council for Native Hawaiian Advancement, uh, the Alakaina or Alakaina Foundation family, and Koko'o Haleakala will match up to $100,000 in donations for Kako'o Maui, the Kako'o Maui Fund. So up to $100,000, they will match it. I mean, it's great, you know, if you're going to give money and somebody matches it, you're giving twice as much. Uh, funds will go to families and businesses, and there's a link there when you go to HonoluluMagazine.com. All right. Good morning, 739 on ESPN Honolulu. Uh, good news in the weather-wise is that the uh, red flag warning and wind advisories, all pal, and uh, it's going to be partly cloudy. It will be dry today, high near 90 trades are down to about 10 to 15 16 17 miles an hour but um, the good news the red flag warning is gone i mean that's something that we just recently actually started talking about in these last few years is like you know i'm a couple of years ago what's what's a red flag warning and but anyway unfortunately we saw the worst of it um thank you guys for texting in at 808-296-1420 on the zephyr insurance text line 
And uh, we were talking about jersey numbers. Chemo, how's it? Good morning, Chemo. Uh, he's, I said Doug Flutie was 21. I must have been thinking John Hadel. <laughs> Do you know who John Hadel is, Tanner? You ever heard of John Hadel? The name is ringing something. You see, yesterday I brought up Mick Tinglehoff and Ron Yarry. I got nothing. John Hadel. I got nothing we're from fi- this we're, kid. We're fighting an uphill battle. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, a, it's the same way where I had to remind you that Justice Divide played defensive line, not linebacker. <laughs> Thank you very much. But see, that's just a common uh, Chris not knowing anything about sports. But anyway, so uh, Kimo is, reminds us, Doug Flutie wore 22, yes, not 21. Uh, he also says Jared Lorenzen, um, the uh, former quarterback from uh, uh, Kentucky, wore number 22. How did he pass away? He was so young. It was it was probably yep. something. Well, he was known as the hefty lefty. Right, but, I mean, he wasn't, what, 40 years old or something? No, probably. he wasn't. Um, I mean, anyway. just... It's I, I can't remember off the top of my head. All right, here's one. I did not know this, and I'm glad I, I'm, I'm glad you can learn something new every day. Heath Schuler, when he was at Tennessee, wore number 21. Oh. Thank you, Chemo. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody else texted in. Thank you on the Zephyr Insurance text line. Why don't the airlines give airfare discounts or give out buddy passes that their employees get as a benefit? Um, you know what? We did get a text from somebody earlier, and uh, they did say that Hawaiian is offering $19 flights to leave Maui. And I know that the airlines are adding flights as well to help get people off, but uh, $19 flights, that's not bad. By the way, speaking of Hawaiian Airlines, as a public service, and I'm sure... Tons of people, if you have Hawaiian miles, they get these, uh, you get these emails when they have the big sales. But they have mainland flights uh, one way starting $110 right now. Hmm. Gee. Gee. I'll, I'll, who? I should have, <laughs> I should have said the right thing afterwards. Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> but I think that that's an awesome deal. I'd be taking that any day of the week. I didn't know that Hawaiian Airlines flies direct to like Boston. I knew New York, they did the New York thing, but I didn't <laughs> know they so, go to Boston. That sounds like a, Look, that could be like a really good flight. You know, you could be taken care of. That sounds like a terrible flight. <laughs> Hawaii Why? to Boston one way. That's well, like <laughs> I mean, you can go two ways, but I mean, you got to get home. But well, you know what I mean. Why is Boston a terrible flight? No, I mean like that's so long. Well, <laughs> Don't you want a little York? break in the middle? Is New What's closer to us, New York or Boston? Well, no. Regard. No, I'm just saying, uh, just Hawaii to Boston. That's just a long time. Like it's already seven hours to get to California. And I think just adding it, I just, if I were doing that, I would like a little break in the middle. Okay, yeah. Just to, I, just to stand right. up, just to right. walk around. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, Chris, that's me. Southwest has $19 flights, Maui to Oahu. Oh, thank you guys uh, for uh, uh, calling. There, there are people listening this morning. Okay, airline employees. Okay, thank you. I'm going to follow up on some of these texts. Get them in now. The air, do I, we took a break, right? Okay. The airline employees and their immediate family essentially fly for free for life. Oh, really? Oh, huh. wow. That's nice. I got no wrong. What about radio people? Do they? Uh, <laughs> uh, this texter says Morgato wore number 21. I'm guessing Arnold Morgato? I saw Arnold Morgato, and he was uh, uh, working out at 24 Hour Fitness in Pearl City. This is like, um, 
just after the pandemic. I really wanted to ask him for his autograph, and I knew it was him. <laughs> you should have asked for a selfie. Uh, yeah, I was too shy. <laughs> and it's just you know, post pandemic, you want everyone. You know, it's like, oh, do I do I like say hi? Hey, Am I allowed God, to anymore? Hey, at his age, dude's in great shape. <laughs> and you know what? He hasn't lost any of his hair. I am so that's jay. lucky. That's so lucky. I am so, so lucky. jealous of Arnold Margato right now. My gosh. Uh, somebody else says, Lorenzen ate cheeseburgers for breakfast. Well, don't we all? <laughs> What's wrong with that? I'm just kidding. Uh, 744, thank you guys for texting in. 808-296-1420. We are just, you know, we are uh, over the moon. Congratulations once again. Hilo, they are not going to be playing in Williamsport, but the Little League team did make us all real proud. Yeah, I mean... It's always a little bit sad to see it happen, but much like anything in life, it's a lot It's a lot nicer to be happy for everything that you've done rather than be sad that it's over. You know what I mean? I think it's always good to learn from your experience and be glad that you got to experience that experience. And that just means next year we got a chip on our shoulder, baby. Yeah. I was talking to my uh, pal Chad Piler yesterday. He was one of the coaches for the senior. Remember we had him on the air? Are the the softball seniors, the senior softball team, and they, you know, they battled it out. I think they lost. It was pool play, so they lost their first two games, and then they won their next two games. And whatever happened, they were out uh, after that. But I mean, I mean, look at the travel they had. I mean, the travel they had was unbelievable. From I mean, in in basically forty eight hours from Montana to Honolulu back out to delaware in less than 48 hours that's crazy but hey you know what i was talking to chad yesterday and he had i said but these girls have a they have a lifetime of memories from that trip they'll probably the bonding that probably goes on with all of these kids they'll be friends for the rest of their lives that's what that's why we bring you all these stories about the cal ripkin team and fear 808 and what was the one? OBRL? OBRL New Era. The New Era teams. I mean, it's like these guys are going to be, even though they're young, they're babies, but they're going to be friends for life from this one trip. And I also think about just generally, it's not even just baseball. There's just so many really great opportunities for all these young kids out there to get their names out there, to be facing off the best of the best. I think about the pylon leagues, the seven-on-seven touch football, Mm. where the Hawaii team came out of nowhere. They had the shortest team in the entire, like, uh, bracket, and they went ahead and won the entire thing against, like, five-star, four-star recruits. So, and I think that just shows how strong of a... just a place we are in Hawaii, just of how amazing our athletes and our teams are that despite our notable size difference, we have just such a great concentrated amount of talent that it's just always, I'm always excited when we can just go out there and show off against other great states. You know, it's it's funny when you talk about the size difference and um, there was, I was watching and I, I'm almost positive I was watching the 11 to 12 year olds, right. uh, Little League World Series, uh, whatever regional they were in. Little dude, well, not little, he goes up to plate, he goes up to bat, and it's like, well, why is someone's parent batting? <laughs> it's like standing amongst 11 and 12 year olds, these kids 5'11, like 165 pounds. I'm all, dude, what is going on? 
He looked like Barry Bonds up there. The bat was a toothpick. Well, it was. We had one of those last year, didn't we? For our when we won the Little League World Series, it was the kid. He goes to St. Louis. I can't remember what his name is, oh. but he was like, um, uh, he was definitely a, a poly kid. But I can't remember what his name was off the top of my head. Hopefully, these guys don't stop growing. No, I, I think everyone wants them to keep going up. There was a there was a guy <laughs> in the NBA draft, and I've brought this up before. Uh, bear with me if you heard the story. There was a guy maybe about I don't know five years ago or something, six years ago. Uh, he was a guard. He was 5'11", you know, 178 pounds, 5'11", 180, something like that. But the thing is, when he was in eighth grade, he was 5'11", and they thought, wow, he's going to be a big basket. He never grew. He didn't grow anymore. And then there's other guys it's who like, get to the NBA, and they're still growing. I was thinking for two of those, Giannis Antetokounmpo, he was the kind of like the poster child of, I'm going to just keep growing after I get drafted. Right. And then Anthony Davis, who all the way through his junior year was a point yeah, yeah. guard. Uh-huh. And then his senior year, he just shot up to like 6'10". Yeah, he, was, he grew, <laughs> they said he grew 11 inches in senior year. Which I got to, that's got to be so painful. I was thinking, I was going to say that. <laughs> Doesn't that hurt? Does that not hurt while you're laying in bed? And your bones are maybe, stretching? Maybe that's why he's so injury prone. <laughs> he didn't have enough time to cook. And what do you do? It's like a, a, you buy a pair of, you know, like when we were young, you buy a pair of tough skins for school, right? You got your, you got your, you, you got your jeans, you go to your, your school shopping. A month later, you got high waters. <laughs> Do they still use that term high waters nowadays? No, but I'm sure oh. it could, it, it, it could probably come back to fashion any day now. Just before 8 o'clock with the Sports Animals on ESPN Honolulu. Nothing new to report regarding uh, what is going on on uh, Maui. But you probably have all the info if you would like to give. Uh, either your Hawaiian Miles from Hawaiian Airlines or uh, make a donation for the Red Cross at Foodlands. You can go to the Hawaii Community Foundation. There are a bunch of places uh, to give. Um, you can check out our hub of information at our sister companies, either Honolulu Magazine, Hawaii Business Magazine. Those websites will have more information for you. Okay, uh, we got breaking news. Uh, good news and bad news. Well, in the Cal Ripken 12 and under World Series, it's a single elimination, and OBRL New Era, uh, they lost just now 7-6 to six in a team from... I don't know, Pacific Northwest or Southwest or something, but tight loss, 7-6. to six. Uh, They will have to come home now. That leaves Hawaii Kai Fear 808. Since they won yesterday, uh, they will be playing today. And correct me if I'm wrong, Keegan Ota. They'll be playing today at 1 o'clock Hawaii time, correct? All right. That would have been, I don't know if that would have been kind of cool to have the two Hawaii teams playing each other because if New Era won um if they won today, they would be playing Hawaii Kai Fear, the two Hawaii teams going at it. But anyway, so uh, good luck uh, to the Hawaii Kai Fear 808 team. Again, they're playing today at 1 p.m. Uh, the off-the-bench crew will have, uh, you know, the results for you uh, later on this afternoon here on ESPN Honolulu. We were talking about, um, and I don't know why this came up, um, just for fun. You're coming up with your all-University of Hawaii football team, your all-time football team. And that would be so hard to do. It would be easy to do, even though we've had great quarterbacks like Timmy Chang and Bryant Moniz and Michael Carter. 
it would be you know what you could do you could do a first string second string third string guy on the team right uh, and of and course first string would be colt brennan right yeah I mean, it, it had to be colt brennan timmy chang and michael carter I, I don't think there's any other way to put it i hope he's not listening but i think i might have michael carter at second string Ooh. you know what i would have them both listed i would on the depth chart would, it would say, say Timmy Chang or, or Michael Carter. <laughs> but the argument is at running back. And we'll pick that up in our top stories and more coming up next on ESPN Honolulu. I think of Nick Rolovich when I hear this song, don't you? <laughs> This is, this is our uh, University of Hawaii football third quarter song, right? Or fourth quarter song when the fourth quarter started? All right. And then when I hear Kelly Boy Delima, I always think, hey, get your own Ford. <laughs> I can't drive past Windward Ford without going, hey, get your own Ford. Good morning. It's the Sports Animals on ESPN Honolulu. Gary Dickman returns on Monday. Bobby Curran, too, by the way, if you were uh, um, waiting for his voice to come on the radio this week. Uh, he had to go back to the mainland for a couple of days. He'll be back on Monday. The um, I, I want to get to our little uh, our little thing we were talking about with your all University of Hawaii football team. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, top stories we're following is we just told you a little while ago. A lot of our, as they say, one of the announcers on ESPN, we're following children's baseball <laughs> and in the Cal Ripken 12 and under World Series. So OBRL New Era. I believe they're from Pearl City, so they lost in their uh, their makeup game today because it got rained out. They lost seven to six, so they're out because it's single elimination. Elimination. Hawaii Kai Fear eight oh eight. They won yesterday, so they're going to play. We said it won, but we're dirty, rotten, filthy, stinking liars. Uh, they're going to play at two p.m. today. And uh, Keegan Ota tells us there's live streamed updates. So uh, the off the bench guys. We'll keep you updated in that game when they come on the air. Now, was this is this a direct revenge game then for Hawaii? If I'm right, getting that from Keegan. So we, yeah. so Hawaii Kai Fear 808 will be playing the team that knocked out OBRL uh, New Era. Right, but do, so, the Hawaii, do the Hawaii Kai people care for the Pearl City people? Are they that tight? I'd like to think. I mean, I'd hope so. Hopefully, I mean, the hopefully you know they're not too above themselves being in Hawaii Kai. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out uh, to everyone who lives in Hawaii Kai. We love you. you. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to University of Hawaii coaches. Is there a university <laughs> coach besides Scott Simpson that doesn't live in Hawaii Kai? I don't think so. <laughs> what is, hey, where do I live? Hawaii Kai. Okay, I guess I'll move there. <laughs> where does Rich Hill live? I don't think he lives in Hawaii Kai. He I've might never asked. I, I don't think. I'd like to think he just lives in Les Murakami Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I see him, sleeps under the bleachers. Anytime that I see him, it's always around the University of Hawaii. I've never seen him like outside of that general area. It's so like so weird. Where does Timmy Chang live? Hawaii. Are you serious? I'm serious. I know that is so cliche. I have a I have a family member who does live quite near him, so I know that for sure. And Bobby Curran and Josh Pacheco. Does Josh still lives in Hawaii? Right. I, I believe so. We've never been invited over to his house. You notice that? Oh, interesting. Even Bobby Curran, <laughs> even Bobby Curran, who doesn't even like me, invited me to his house one time. I've never been invited to anyone's house. <laughs> you can come. To, you can come to my house. Oh, okay, cool. Excited. 
<laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. Oh, so yesterday, uh, you know, sorry to say the the Hilo Little League All Stars, uh, they did lose. Um, I can't remember who they're playing. Somebody from California, but they did lose. Uh, so that's their second loss in the regionals. So they're coming home. But all of our baseball and softball teams went up there on the mainland to compete. We say thank you very much. Thank you for, uh, you know, thank you for our entertainment. And you gave us something to root for. Now, with all of these horrible things going on in Hawaii now, at least we have Hawaii Kai Fear 808 to continue to root them on. Come on, boys. Yeah, definitely. Do it for Maui, Look, Especially when you're at this young of an age, it's so awesome that you get to compete on such a national level for all of this stuff. I mean, my highest level was probably like Mustang Summer League was the highest I got in baseball. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's I had, pretty good. I had, what, how old are Mustangers? I don't know. Elementary school. I remember like, for sure. Are you are you twelve? Uh no, younger. Because I remember they started pitching. That was the year that kids started pitching to each other. Oh, I got okay. hit. I got hit once, and I was so like, you "This were is nine. yeah." I got hit once, and I and I'm like, "This is not for me." Now I played. In, <laughs> I played in. The, I I hope it still exists. All you folks in Salt Lake and Foster Village, Alumanu, West Oahu Little League. I played for the Owls. See, but I was like a young kid, and everyone else. I was like the youngest kid, and then I got beaned, and I cried. Or I struck out and I cried. <laughs> but at least I had the coolest baseball jersey number, number two. That is uh, a good one. Right, was... because the smallest people get the, the lowest numbers. And, like, my brother, the biggest the biggest guy is like, well, you, those are the guys that always have to wear, like, number 14. <laughs> well, I know one of my <laughs> – I have a fun experience with youth baseball. I had, like, one bad experience that – is always the funniest thing to me because it's so me. Uh, I'm a very, I was a very talkative kid. I very much was like, I would never stop talking and I played catcher. So I would be just saying things to myself or talking to the batter. But looking at you and you played catcher, (laughs) that is so cliche. I played left field and first base as well. Uh, Were you a heavy kid? Because I was a very light kid. I, I I was a heavy kid for sure. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, but I would talk to myself a lot or just say random I'd stuff. Talk to myself a lot. <laughs> and, like, it was, it got to the point where I think it was my coach, like, pulled me by my catcher's mask uh-huh. and told me to, like, stop talking because, yeah. like, it was, and then, um, you know, yeah, shout out, I, I, shout out Mark Hayworth. He uh, went absolutely off on the coach. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? Like, don't touch my kid? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, the reverend went off on somebody. Well, that was before he was a reverend. Oh, okay. <laughs> That'd be funny if he's. I, I saw your dad's post uh, yesterday, uh, um, and he was at the Hiroshima. What is it? The, Hiroshima? the the uh, the uh, peace day. Yeah, I saw your dad on there. So shout out, you know, shout out to Mark because he's older than I am, and he's still got a lot of hair. What is up with you it's, people? It's what good is up genes. with Arnold Margato my, and Mark Hayworth? Hey, my my grandfather had a lot of hair on his head, uh, you know, oh, so man. it's just the Hayworth genes, man. Oh, it runs man. well. Uh, okay, well, to well to, to hell with our headlines. I forgot what they were. We did have a no-hitter <laughs> yesterday in Major League Baseball. That's a headline. That's a great headline from uh, Michael Lorenzen, the pitcher from the Phillies, got just got traded from the Pirates. And also in that same game, they had a rookie. Uh, I can't remember. His, I think it's Wes Ward in uh-huh. his first ever at-bat in the MLB, gets a home run. <laughs> they zoom in on his dad. His yep. dad is balling. Oh, he I like could it. barely contain himself. It was oh, awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, and it was funny because the uh, the the pitcher, 
uh, teammates were running around afterwards, like in the facility, saying to the GM, hey, great trade, great trade. He just got <laughs> traded there, and he throws a no-hitter. Anyway, baseball's coming Phillies. down to it. Yeah, baseball's coming down to it, man. These games are getting exciting. Well, now right, it's ex- wanna... getting exciting for you because the Mariners are doing well. Are they? It wasn't, gotta, ex- it wasn't exciting for you in the first half because the Mariners were not playing very well at all. Well, they weren't like <laughs> they weren't like Kansas City Royals bad. They were just five hundred all year. Yeah, but so now they're picking it up. So you know, shout out to your Mariners. You and um, I, uh, Billy Hole are very excited. Hey, shout out to Billy. All right, before I'm going to get to my University of Hawaii football thing, uh, we did get a text on the Zephyr Insurance text line, and I want to get this out real quick. Uh, thank you for texting this in. Uh, for Maui Fire Relief, uh, there's a donation drop-off at the Hawaii K- uh, State Capitol. Um, let's see, Thursday the 10th, that's today. Uh, Thursday and Friday, today and Friday, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So we talk about food, uh, donating food and all that kind of stuff. Toiletries are very important. Uh, Personal hygiene items, right? Whatever you can. So they're looking for toiletries, uh, diapers. Oh, wow. Diapers, formula, toys even, clothing, bedding, household goods, non-perishable food. You know, what about pet food? What about dog food? That might be something um, that uh, they could use. I mean, you've got a lot of houseless people and houseless pets. Now, right now, they're saying bottled water is discouraged at this time uh, because of the weight constraints. So they'll get their water maybe from Red Cross or other organizations. But here on Oahu, uh, if you'd like to, right there on the uh, uh, in the front of the Capitol on Baratania, uh, in front of the Father Damien statue, and at the Capitol parking lot off of Miller Street. So thank you for this text, and that's what it's all about. We're going to work as a network together here on the air to get information out to the public. So um, food, non-perishable food, you know, hey, you know what? Simon, bruh. It's light, and uh, it fills you up. Simon, whatever, rice, household uh, rice, but if there's no electricity, how are you going to cook the rice? Well... How are you gonna cook anyway? Well, you probably just have you probably just have a pot and water. You right. got to do it the old school way, right? Uh, but bedding, clothing—you got to take care of the babies. The formula, diapers, toiletries, personal uh, hygiene items, toothbrush, toothpaste. Look, these folks have got—they got nothing. They got absolutely nothing. So uh, if you're in the area, uh, drop something off, will you? Today, uh, be today or tomorrow between 10 a.m and 2 p.m. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Let's have folks, Animal Nation, text in 808-296-1420. Now, we're looking for, we're making our all-University of Hawaii, you can tell it's a slow news day for sports. <laughs> we're making our all-Hawaii football team, and our quarterback, our first-string quarterback is Colt Brennan. Our second-string quarterback is Timmy Chang or... Michael Carter, right? And then, um, so our running back, who would be your running back, Tanner Hay? Well, running back number one has to be Gary Allen. I think okay. that's I think that's synonymous with pretty much everyone there. Now, I got to say this for my number two, and it's I think it's just because I grew up in the 2010s. 
Well, you know what? Let's say we have two starting running backs. Let's pretend this is the NFL in the 70s. So if it was two starting running backs, I got to go Gary Allen and Diosami St. Just. I think Diosami St. Just, sorry. Diosami St. Just, I think, is personally my favorite University of Hawaii football player. Why? I just love him. I love small running backs so much. When I was growing up, my favorite NFL player was Maurice Jones-Drew. Wow, well, he's not ex- he's short, but he's yeah. not exactly small. Yeah, but I love Rana is Rana is thick. <laughs> but that's why I think I love Diosmi St. Just, especially growing up, because he was playing from 2013, 2017. So that was when I was 13 through 17 years old. And especially for the University of Hawaii when I was growing up, really paying attention to football, there wasn't really much to focus on because that was the Norm Chow era. And Diosmi was kind of like that one bright light for me. Okay. I have uh, okay. Uh, we got a text. He says, "Get your own Ford, <laughs> Kelly boy. Get your own Ford." Anyway, he says best running backs. He says oh, he, he's broken it down to older era and new era. Mm. Older era, Gary Allen and Junior Lopati. I don't. Rem- I know the name, but I don't remember seeing Junior Lopati play. Darn it! There was a guy. Who is the guy? Help us out. At 808-296-1420 on the Zephyr Insurance text line. There was, oh, I, I don't no need your help. Just popped into my mind. <laughs> Here's my guy. Hikoti Fakava from Moanalua High School. Hikoti Fakava. And I'm going to say my other running back, and no, no respect to the late Gary Allen. Maybe I didn't pay close enough attention in the late 70s, early 80s. But I'm going to say Nate Ilawa, man. I'm gonna Nate Ilao was so good. But I'm going Hikoti Fakava. There's a blast from the past. Uh here's another text at 808-296-1420. They vote for Nate Ilawa. All right, looks like you know what? Uh here's another one for Gary Allen. Uh and then they go on to say we're talking about Arnold Morgado. He also <laughs> married a beautiful flight attendant. I'm not sure if she worked for Hawaiian or Aloha. Okay, well, thank you. That's nice to know. Maybe she worked for Mahalo Airlines, too. Uh, is that is that like a Hawaii Five-O Airlines? Uh, Rap Replinger Airlines. Oh, okay. Did uh, Keegan j- just – I thought I heard Keegan's voice. Steve's calling in on the phone. Hi, Steve. Thank you for listening. Go ahead. Yeah, listen, Junior Lopati, uh, he sadly didn't get to play very long, but he was so good. The guy – would run these long touchdowns, and he was running this long touchdown run. I can't remember the team. It could have been San Diego State, but the guy, the defender, tackled Lopati from behind right at the goal line, and I don't know if he broke his leg or his ankle, but Lopati oh. was out for the rest of the year. Oh, man. Okay, it was a real hey, bummer, but he was an incredible running back. Where was he from? Uh, I think somewhere from, like, Samoa or something. Oh, he was. Oh, okay. It wasn't a local uh, uh, high school kid. He's definitely Polynesian, but the guy was incredible. Every time he ran the ball, nobody could stop him. What years did Junior Lopati play? Oh, I would have to say 70s or 80s. Wow. Okay. I'm going to look it up. Oh, uh, let's see. In the 80s. Junior Lopati college stats. So good. Oh, it doesn't. It says his college stats, but it doesn't. Oh, here's his college stats. So he played in 84, 86, and 88. Wow. 
He averaged uh, um, in 86, he only averaged 2.7 yards a carry. But in 84, 6.3. In 88, 7.7 yards a carry. Plus, he had 28 receptions for 400 yards. Yeah. Uh, man, that's cool. Hey, thanks for the call, Steve. Uh, there you go, Junior Lopati. You know, I do. I want to mention this guy's name because he really only had one really good year for the University of Hawaii. And this is Alex. kind of like a new era, kind of, if we want to separate the eras because, mm-hmm. you know, especially for me as a young guy, I know I can't really represent the uh, older uh, running backs very well. I wish we had more of Paul Harris from 2015. He was the Paul running back. Paul Harris. Paul Harris. He had, he had 1,200 yards, six touchdowns, had a kickoff return touchdown. Dude was a beast. yards of rushing? Yeah, dude was a beast. Paul Harris? Paul Harris. He was only there for 2015 and 2016, though. I wish I we could, remember, could have dude. seen more of him. Well, wow. Yeah, I mean, this is just that uh, I'm a young person, and I remember stuff that's happened very, uh, very, very much in that, like, 2010s uh, era, remember, for sure. I don't know if he had a nickname or if his name was Paul L. Harris, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I might remember him. Well, but... Paul Harris is actually ninth all-time in rushing for the University of Hawaii. Wow! Yeah. I don't remember the guy. And he ran for 11... 11- what was I doing in 2015? It was still the Norm Chow days. So I will always say. Still, yeah. Because like when you look hey, at those Norm days. Norm Chow was a good recruiter. He was a great recruiter. Some of my favorite running backs are Norm Chow running backs. Deontay oh, St. Sure. Just. Paul oh, Harris. Laka Laka. Yosefa. I mean, like. Yeah, Joey Yosefa. I love all those guys so much. And, you know, I love Stephen Laka Laka for many reasons. Not just because he was the University of Hawaii running back. Uh, but he. Um, I just love a lot of these kind of like bang up kind of style running backs a lot. You know, and you know what was cool was Laka Laka was not that big. No, uh, Doctor Laka Laka. <laughs> doctor, he's, he's it's almost Doctor Doctor Laka Laka. <laughs> but uh, no, he was a good friend. My daughter's best friend in college was his wife, who's now his wife. Uh, just a great kid. But Stephen Laka Laka, his senior year, he was more le- more just used in situational uh, things, but. Totally huge fan favorite. 19 total rushing touchdowns during his time here. Yeah. that's You know what? If you played college fantasy football, I'm taking Laka Laka. <laughs> so uh, we got a vote here. Oh, you guys are going crazy. Here's the name I was looking for, and I'll get to that in a second. But somebody just texted in uh, James Fenderson. There was one guy that Hawaii had, and he was super good. And I don't know what happened to him, um, but... Jamal Farmer, this guy was a beast running back on his freshman year. Remind me if I'm um, getting this wrong, not you, other people. <laughs> but this guy, Jamal Farmer, he, like, left the team. He, like, transferred out before right. there was years and years ago. And I think he had a bad attitude or something. But Kimo texts in, Jamal Farmer would have been all-time best running back. Oh, it says, had he not gotten into all his trouble. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that he got in trouble. I thought he just had bad attitude. Maybe that's why he got in trouble and said, I'm out of here. Uh, by the way, uh, Kimo says, Joey Iosefa was a McMackin recruit. Um, but, he played, uh, but he played for Chow, right? Yeah, I was a child, so I honestly would not have known. Also, I do see on the text line someone criticizing my choices of talking about Diosmi St. Just and Paul Harris. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just is, talking this about... Is, no, this is, you got to just... read the text. The text is awesome. This guy talking about Paul Harris 
and Diasami St. Just, brah. Look, I'm just Stop talking. The text I'm not saying Paul Harris is one of my top running backs of all time for the University of Hawaii. I was simply oh. stating I wish that I could have seen more. That's all I wanted to say about Paul Harris. Brah! <laughs> Love the text. Thank you. Uh, okay, here's what we got four uh, from the, the texter from the 223 prefix. Uh, number one, Gary Allen. Uh, number two. Then he said, okay, you can't. He changed his mind. He said number two, Jamal Farmer, and then he said he started all over again one minute later. Okay, number one, Gary Allen. Number two, wait for it, Travis Sims. Mm. I have a hard time arguing with that. Number uh, oh, he has three number twos. So number two, <laughs> he's going is full tra- college football roster here, right? But he's got a great one that we haven't talked about yet. Travis Sims, Jamal Farmer. And the great Nu'ufa'ola. Oh. Talk about beasts. Nu'ufa'ola reminds me so much of Mosi Tatupu, doesn't he? <laughs> Good morning. We don't have uh, anything new to report as far as the uh, efforts on uh, uh, Maui. There are a number of places you can give. Uh, you can, uh, there's a bunch of, um, websites you can go to. We just use Honolulu Magazine or Hawaii Business Magazine. Uh, you can go to their website. I'm sure the Star Advertiser and other places have links as well. Uh, but there is that uh, there is that drop-off fundraiser we mentioned. Thank you guys for texting that in at the state capitol today and tomorrow between 10 and 2. So uh, please, no water. They can't do the water. It's just going to be too heavy to ship. Uh, other people will be doing water. But uh, personal hygiene, clothes, I'm thinking pet food. Uh, they don't ask for any pet food, but I'm wondering if, you know, they need donations of pet food over there. Now, we had 36 deaths that we know about so far uh, from the wildfires. Fi- uh, uh, a number of animals, too, you know, with, you know it's, that, um, that perished uh, in the fire. So this is just a horrible, horrible time. And we'll give you information here on this radio station. Uh, when it comes out, when there's breaking information. Now, uh, we are working closely on our sister station, CBS 1500, with the folks at KHON2 uh, to keep you updated. Uh, um, we basically, they give us their programming so that people who aren't watching TV can hear KHON2 on the radio. Uh, so we will, we, we do have you covered here. And uh, in between, um, you know, if there's, I was watching, I don't know if you know who Don O'Brien is. She used to be on the radio uh, years ago, but she was leading a prayer kind of huddle on Facebook, like a Facebook Live thing. People from all over the country were praying for people on Lahaina. And I never heard about this before, but she had warned people not to watch too much of the video coverage. She said when 9-11 happened, people watched the planes flying into the buildings over and over and over again. And what it does to your personal psyche is just so negative that people had a hard time recovering from watching all of that. So she's saying, hey, you know what? You can watch it, see it, and then no need to rewatch over and over and over again. And I thought that one might be some pretty good advice. Yeah, it's definitely something that 
I, uh, a lot of, you know, growing up, a lot of people, you know, my age, we've definitely also had to deal with a lot of those kind of issues when it right. comes to, you know, a lot of the school shootings or the mass shootings that have happened so often, you know, the last decade or two. It's just like, yeah, you watch it, don't watch it ever again because it's only going to be more and more traumatizing. Yeah. And it, I think it, that's it, something it, very important to think about. Yeah. But I mean, you know what? Concentrate on the positive. Right. Concentrate on the drive down to the state capitol today and tomorrow from 10 to 2. Concentrate on giving to the different places where you can give. And, um, um, you know, continue to pray for these people. Sorry, they don't like us talking about religion on the radio. Uh, but, hey, you know what? Uh, please keep the people uh, in your prayers. I was watching some of the coverage on KHON2 last night. Bridget Namata. Is it Namata? Nomata. Bridget Namata. She was on a boat. And you couldn't dock anywhere, but they had video uh, uh, from her boat, and everything was burnt to the ground around this one area she was at. And for some reason, there was a church still standing. The fire went around the church. Now, you hear these um, these um, urban legends about natural disasters, and a lot of them are just not true. But there, there was right there on camera with burnt char everywhere and standing alone there in lahaina uh was a church it was pretty cool it's 831 with the sports animals here on espn honolulu you know what we're going to open up a can of worms coming up next <laughs> i think it's already been opened <laughs> because because we talked about the best running backs and and uh, quarterbacks and now tanner tanner wants to get into the best wide receivers you know what? I want to do offensive linemen. Maybe if tomorrow's a slow sports day, we'll do offensive linemen tomorrow. Okay, so you got to put Jesse number one. But anyway, okay, give us four. You got to do four. Four receivers. That's so hard to do. It's so hard because once you get to number four, you're going to realize how many more receivers that are not on that top four. Right. And then you're like, wait, can I really leave blank off the list? Oh, you know what would be fun? This is so. This is so horrible. We have the best quarterback. Let's do your worst quarterback. <laughs> that would be interesting. You know what? You could have a whole radio show. You know what? We'll do this for charity. We'll do it for the people on Maui. Have a whole radio show called the University of Hawaii Quarterback Awards. Right? You have your best quarterback ever. You have your worst quarterback ever. You have your quarterback with the strongest arm. You have the best running quarterback. You got the toughest quarterback. Huh? Best local quarterback. Tallest quarterback. Shortest quarterback. Best quarterback to never play. Hunter Hughes. You got all these guys, <laughs> Right? You could have a whole award show. All right, thank you to Keegan Ota. He's freshening up our music. Thank you, sir. Really appreciate that. Is night music one word or two words? It's things we think about that keep us up. It's two words, Keegan says. Who knows? Anyone can hyphenate it and make it one word. Yeah, you can. All it takes is one person to put a hyphen there. Yeah, it's 837 here uh, with the sports animals. Uh, Tanner Hayworth uh, in for Gary Dickman. Gary will be back on Monday. Probably the worst radio show we've had all week, but it's a lot of fun. I'm at, it's like we're doing the radio show for ourselves. 
Hey, shout out. Uh, we were talking about receivers. Okay, you got your receivers, your best UH receivers of all time. I got Only em. allowed four. Only four, and that's okay. the hard part. Go sure. for them? You go for it. Let me hear it. Got it. So I got Devon Bess, Jason uh-huh. Rivers, Chad Owens, and Ashley Lilly. Is Chad Owens a receiver, or is he better known as a return man? I would. I want to include Chad Owens just because if we say if we have a slot for best like specialist or slot back kind of like that kind of deal, then I'll put Chad there, and then I'd replace him with like probably either Grice Mullen or Salas in my brain. You know who I'm going with? I don't know if he's the best. Dane MacArthur. Oh, how's that? Oh, Dane MacArthur mentioned on the radio. That guy was awesome. Okay, okay. Uh, we got a text. Thank you. It says David Dias. Shout out. That's my classmate. He was like Sean Ching. Uh, Sean Ching and David Dias. <laughs> they kept changing their name. He was David. He was David Aguiar. Then he was David. First he was Dias. Then he was Aguiar in school. And then when he went to UH, he was a receiver. He was Dias, and I think that's how he ended uh, his career. But I think he's an Aguiar again. But anyway, like uh, shout out from the early '80s. There's my guy. Uh, somebody here says number one Ashley Lalee. Number two Devon Bess. Number three. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, that's how he gets away with so many. You're such a cheater, two, two, three. <laughs> Ashley Lilly, number one. Number two, Devon Bess, Chad Owens, and Walter Murray. Number three, Greg Salas. Number four, Jason Rivers. Okay, that's remember... way more than four. What the I heck know, is that? I know, because he has three guys tied at number two. But you got to do it like golf scores. If you have three number twos, you don't get a three and four. Now, um, let's see. The... Um, the uh i was looking at see i never saw i never saw actually greg salas i'm not greg salas i never saw gold i saw greg salas i saw greg salas just last week anyway um i never saw golden richards play for the university of hawaii but i believe he was a second round draft trip pick by the cowboys now he's passed away he's gotten into drug problems and things like that later on in life but with golden richards be a guy that you got to throw up there on your list. I think in terms for me, at least, because this is when it gets into the split of new era, old era or run and shoot era and post June Jones era kind of, because uh, when I think of receivers, a guy that has found his way to stay kind of in the NFL and he had a great college career, had a very uh, iconic catch as well. Marcus Kemp. I think he has to at least be, an honorable mention. I'm not saying, you know, top all 10 right. of all time. All but right. dude has found his way into the NFL and stayed on rosters. All right. Honorable. Oh, here. Uh, honorable mentions are allowed because uh, someone gave uh, Walter Murray, Ashley Lilly, Jeff Seidner, Devon Best. Honorable mention. Grice Mullen. Salas. Chris Roscoe. Ooh. Britton Comine. You know who I give an honorable mention to? Uh, he's my friend. I, 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 I give him a first-teamer. One of the top four. Because of the offense he played in, Derek Branch. He played in a triple option. He was a receiver. The guy spent so much time blocking, probably, that he deserves to be on that list. I mean, he had, like, hundreds of yards each year re- uh, receiving. 
but he wasn't even in a pass-happy offense. And, of course, I you know, we're talking about this. We're leaving out a very important wide receiver for the University of Hawaii, John Venary. John was a running back. He's got to be then, top four all time. And then he was a slot back. Right. But uh, John Venary, yeah. No, I'm, I'm all about it. It's you know what uh, we just found out and uh, thank you. Let's go. We want to go to the phones. It's a uh, we'll have a traffic update for you in a second. But Rob Colias from the Maui News is uh, checking in from Maui and let's uh, get him on now, Keegan. Rob, thank you for calling in. Sorry to leave you on hold. How's it going over there? Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's surreal, man. Uh, Things are going about as well as can be expected, but it is, yeah, it's devastation on, on our island. Okay, and if we if we can, I'm sorry, Keegan, if we can raise his volume up a little bit, please. Okay, go go ahead. So you were at uh, total devastation. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I can hear you guys good. I hope you can hear me. Um, yeah. But, you know, cell phone service, that's one of the big problems has been quite spotty. You know, the, the mayor said yesterday that um, fiber optics have been destroyed. Uh, a lot of our, you know, uh, obviously lives lost, 36 lives lost confirmed so far, 271 structures gone. Um, obviously those two things first and foremost, but our, our, our island's commerce center on Front Street is gone. Uh, the housing crisis uh, just got exponentially worse uh, on our island. Um, I just ran it. I just went up to get some gas at a heli station just above my house. I ran into a, a honeymoon couple from Spain, Madrid, um, and you know they uh, uh, are staying in their car. Their flights home is not until the 13th hotels are closed their their stuff is in Kanapali. they can't get there you're not allowed to go into lahaina right now hmm. i live in kihei i can see fires burning above my house uh still yet fires in olinda in olinda are pretty bad right now as well threatening a bunch of upcountry homes uh, i'm sorry go ahead no, 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 no. I was saying still yet, but um, I mean, I know that are they the fires that you see? Are they being contained? Um. Well, yeah, uh, the Lahaina fire, from what I know, is is not contained yet, which is unbelievable. Mm. Uh, and, and and don't get me wrong, our guys are the best. I know a bunch of Maui firefighters, Maui policemen. Our guys are the best. But when winds are whipping. Uh, embers to at from 70 miles an hour uh, as we've seen in California wildfires they had they had absolutely no chance when you hear about people jumping into the ocean yes. to get away from the heat smoke fire um, you know 12 people were rescued who knows how many more uh, dove into the ocean and maybe weren't seen at nighttime Um you know, the Coast Guard did their absolute best. Those guys were great, too. Um, like I said, I just spoke to a, a honeymoon couple from Spain. 
they are staying in a group of uh, cars at Malaya Harbor. Their flight home is not till the 13th. They've been told to go to the airport, but their stuff is still in in a Kanapali hotel sure. yeah. that they can't get to. Um, and, yeah, it, the, the devastation uh, is unbelievable. But I will say this, the shelters, I spent the night, you know, my house, I was under evacuation notice. Um, and I spent the night, um, two nights, Wednesday night, uh, what is, no, Tuesday night, I'm sorry, uh, losing track here, but uh, at Maui High School Gymnasium, um, the, the, you know, there was one Red Cross volunteer there then who was on island already. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was the Maui High uh, principal, Jamie Yap, the, uh, dis- you know, the, the district uh, CAS, the complex area superintendent, Desiree Sides, was there um, directing people. My son is a teacher at Maui High. He was there doing all he could. About 10 to 15 Maui High teachers or staff members were there running that shelter then. The, the, the Red Cross has gotten people on the ground now to take over. Um, the, that, that is Maui High School is obviously a DOE shelter site. Mm-hmm. Uh, but War Memorial Gym, uh, we dropped off some donations yesterday. We went to Target. Target was full of people with their carts brimming from with, uh, you know, bedding, you know, pillows, blankets, basic supplies um, to take to War Memorial Gym. The county guys, because War Memorial Gym is a county facility, mm-hmm. so they were incredibly organized there as they were taking in more and more folks. Um, and, okay. Let me, jump in here, well, let me jump in okay. here, Rob. Let me jump in here. Rob Goliath sure. from the Maui News is uh, with us this morning here on ESPN Honolulu. For as far as the air quality goes, what what is it like? Is, is, what is it really? What is it like breathing over there right now? Well, I live in Kihei, uh, not in Lahaina, so I can't. I'm certain it's terrible there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not great in Kihei right now, but you know, thank God we live on an island, and there's some trade winds that is yeah. gonna, you know, get the the air quality better, but. Uh, it's not great. I'm not going to lie. It's not great. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not a smoker, uh, but I feel heavy lungs today. Um, and, you know, there, there's so many levels to this. But, uh, you know, the, the, the community is rallying, man. The, 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 we drove through at uh, War Memorial Complex to drop off what we were donating yesterday. And it took us about two minutes. And the, the line was long. And, you know, just right through county guys, county workers, they're on site there to take the, the baby formula, the diapers, the uh, pillows and blankets that we were able to afford to give to the cause. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, so there's a lot of heartwarming aloha spirit. And, you know, Maui's been through some fires lately. But, you know, I talked to, well, I got a text from, and all of my stuff and our stuff is at MauiNews.com for anybody who wants to check out our coverage. Okay. Um, but um, I talked, I, I spoke via text 
message because, you know, cell phone service, not great. Right. But you, we can text amongst each other. But Dean Ricard, co-head coach of Lahaina Luna, his brother Todd Ricard, the former coach of Lahaina Luna girls basketball, uh, Todd Ricard's house is gone. Hmm. Um, Dean, Dean wasn't sure at the point yesterday if his house was still standing. He does know his son's house is gone. He knows his daughter's house is gone. Um, and this is, you know, 24 hours ago now. Uh, but he's not allowed back to Lahaina, as uh, understandably so. Dean is the former acting police chief, so he knows what's up. He's retired. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, there's just so many, many, many levels to all this. And it's, I, I believe it's going to take um, many years, if not decades, for Maui to recover from all this. Wow. Uh, I've, I was here for Iniki, and I know how much that devastated the island of Kauai. I would put this natural disaster uh, on at least that level, uh, and All I'm right. not joking. Yeah, I, 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 I'm feeling well, go you. Ahead. No, Rob, thank you. If we could uh, maybe talk to you again, uh, maybe give us an update of things going on tomorrow. That would be awesome. Uh, we'll have uh, Keegan if you can, if you if you can get uh, Rob's number there, and uh, we'll set that up. But thank you for calling in, Rob. And that's really when I was talking to our thanks, Rob. When I was talking, uh, anyway, MauiNews.com, check out their website for more. Um, I was talking with uh, one of our bosses here at the radio station yesterday, and when this first started, uh, you know, you're saying, okay, there's wildfires, and this is going on in Maui, and Josh is, of course, being from the Big Island, saying, you know, people are being evacuated on the Big Island. And then I didn't really get it until she said, look, this is this is this is this is devastation like Hurricane Iniki. Wildfires to Lahaina is like Iniki to Kauai. And that's when it clicked for me and I said, Wow, we gotta get on this. All right, I tell you what, let's get a traffic update. We'll be right back to wrap it up here on ESPN Honolulu. Okay, we only got a couple of minutes left in the show. It's kind of a mix of emotions today with all the seriousness that's going on uh, over on uh, Maui and, uh, you know, the different talking about donations and all of that. But just a reminder, again, uh, there is that uh, collection center going on at the state capitol today for us on Oahu from 10 to 2 today and tomorrow. So you heard it, food, um, uh, non-perishable food items, toiletries, the um, – I didn't hear – Okay. Anyway, so all of that stuff. So today and tomorrow that they need even, you know, food, no bottled water, please. But before we go, I do want to give you, I do want to give you the best all time University of Hawaii special teams players. Are you ready? I'm always ready. Jason Elam. Easy. Matt, Matt McBriar. Jeff Seidner. Mm. This is no particular order. Chad Owens. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Sean Butts. Yes. Drop the mic. Time for us to go. We'll see you tomorrow morning at 6 o'clock. Thank you for listening. This is ESPN Honolulu, 92.7 FM and 1420 AM.